Okay, we'd like to welcome you back to our current event and weekly Bible study for March 15th, 2009. And uh, we're going to proceed with the last part here, and this will be the final part regarding this Maitreya character. And um, <clears throat> this next Q&A session, is, uh, the question is, does it make a difference in our next incarnation, meaning like reincarnation, if we have the experience of the Day of Declaration in this incarnation. Now, the Day of Declaration is when Maitreya makes his big debut. This is when, after the seven days of the star in the sky, and Maitreya agrees to do this interview on on um, American... Well, really, it's going to go all over the world. And we're most likely we're going to hear him telepathically. Much of this is going to be due to the sound of silence technology and the digital TVs. There may be holograms in the sky, all kind of lines, signs, and wonders in conjunction with this. Okay, <clears throat> so this is the day of declaration they're in reference to, and this is what he's been predicting for decades. I mean, the New Agers have. And so the answer from Krem, who's channeling through Maitreya, or Maitreya is channeling through Krem, he says, "How could it not?" And again, the question is, does it make a difference in our next incarnation if we have the experience of the Day of Declaration in this incarnation? And then he goes on to say, how could it not? If the Day of Declaration is even remotely like what I understand it to be, <clears throat> we will be changed as never before in our lives. It's going to be mass demon possession is what it's going to be. Really it is. It's going to be the release of demons on a scale that we've probably never known. Lying and deceitful spirits. And then he goes on to say, all of us, everyone on earth, will be changed to some degree. I, you know what? I ain't going to be changed. <laughs> all it's going to do is confirm exactly what I've been talking about for a lot of years. Okay. Uh, then he goes on to say, perhaps the absolute hard-edged fundamentalist of whatever religion will not be all that happy to have received the experience. Imagine that. I wonder who he's in reference to there. Hard-edged fundamentalists. Huh. Uh, I wonder if he might be in reference to, like, you know, true Bible-believing Christian, fundamental to the faith, believing the Word of God. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, most people aren't going to be that happy to have received this experience. I, ain't gonna, I, 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 I rebuke that devil. I don't believe I'm going to receive anything. Okay, the Lord Jesus Christ is perfectly capable of protecting you through this. But if you're going along with it, and if you're asking for it, then the Lord's going to let you, you know, have what you want. Most likely. Going further, it says, and will, and will perhaps not attach the greatest of importance to it. In other words, this day of declaration. And then he goes on to say, but it will have changed them. And again, I really believe it's going to be due to all the combination of things going on in that particular time. Everybody's going to be stunned over the star in the sky, if it does happen. And line signs and wonders, miracles, telepathic communication, sound of silence technology, mind control on a mass level, and demonic release. And you're going to have this guy on TV that's going to appear as the greatest thing since sliced bread who's up there saying all these nice lofty things and he can fix all of our problems. Remember, the Bible talks about the Antichrist coming initially as a man of peace. He's going to have the answers to everything. So, pretty much lines up with that as well. 
I've done a whole teaching on, is Maitreya the Antichrist? You can key that in. And again, I, I'm not saying, oh, he's definitely it, and I don't confuse me with the facts, my mind's made up, but again, if he's not, he's just going to play a big part in this end-time delusion. So, the actual changes, this is back to this newsletter, the actual changes in our sense of being will be profound. Now, this is after this happens. Now, remember, this is most likely not going to take place until the economy totally collapses, probably globally. And we may have some other things mixed in there, like, you know, maybe a false flag nuke, maybe a, bio, a supposed bio, biological attack, uh, anthrax, avion flu, uh, we've done, I've done whole teachings on avion flu on the internet, or, or even on the, uh, sermon audio. You just key in avion, you'll find them. I did a 14 city tour on the avion flu across America where I talked about this about three years ago. And I put that, the verbiage in the PowerPoint slides up on the internet. You can go watch that. You know, you got a lot of this stuff going down at once. People are going to be polarized. They're going to be maximally... They're going to be in that maximum mindset to accept whatever's put before them, particularly if it sounds good, and particularly if whoever's coming to the forefront is going to make all this bad stuff go away. And that's what he's going to basically say. Going further, it says, Then they will begin to fade. Well, actually, let me start over. The actual changes in our sense of well-being will be profound. This is after this day of declaration. And the emotions arising from that will last for weeks. Then they will begin to fade. The Master said humanity will walk on tiptoes for a time. Then, reality will set in again. The problems will still be there. We will still have the pain and suffering of millions starving to death. Kind of reminds me right now of what happened after Obama got elected. Everybody was, you know, all these people bawling their eyes out, acting like total idiots. I'm sorry, but it was pretty bad. I mean, they're, they're, they're bawling over a devil that is ruling over this country, and they're thinking that he's going to make all their problems go away. How incredibly deluded can you be? Okay? How, how incredibly deluded, and I'm sorry, I shouldn't probably use the word idiot, but it was, it was pathetic. It really was pathetic. Being, geez, these people, these, these unbelievable outbursts of, of, of emotion and all the stuff. And now look, I mean, oh, things are really great in America since he's been in office. Everything's just getting gooder and gooder and gooder. There's a guy named Dick Zeiss, he always used to say that, the church I went to. I mean, come on. It's getting worse. But, you know, they were convinced everything, he was going to make everything better. Even Maitreya is admitting this is going to be the case. Uh, the problems will still be there. We will still have the pain and the suffering of millions starving to death. We will still have the environment to cope with. And how to rid the world of global warming. Oh, yes, this global warming. Where's Al Gore when you need him? I'll tell you what right now. This was the coldest winter where I'm at here in southwest Florida that I can remember. We had readings inland. Now, this is southwest Florida. We had readings inland in Palmdale, which is right near that Venus town. Remember I told you I went to the Venus Project? and uh, Coincidentally enough, and I, I sent this out on my newsletter, praise the Lord. I forgot to tell you this, Nanetta. I had a guy email me the other day, a Christian brother, and he said, check this out. The Venus Project, they're pulling up the stakes and moving. Totally for sale, the whole thing. In Venus, Florida. Couldn't believe it. I went there to the gates. I think on one or two different occasions. And I prayed. I prayed Psalm 64. Precatory prayers. Key, key to my keyword search on Psalm, Psalm 64. 
or imprecatory prayers, a Christian's door of hope. Key that in. That's not a teaching that's hardly ever taught on, and it should be. But we are supposed to, to um, come against this wickedness. And I drove there, and I went pulled up right to the front gates. I would have drove in if I could, but they weren't open. I tried to get a tour of the place, but they wouldn't. They wouldn't respond back to me. Turns up now, Mister uh, Mister French guy that owns the place that that has this Venus project, which is going to be supposedly this utopia on Earth, and this was a little blueprint pattern for it. They're pulling up the stakes and moving out of Venus, Florida. They're gone. Now, I'm telling you, prayer can move mountains. I'm not saying this because I think I'm so great. Um, Todd Bentley, we went there and prayed for five or six hours straight. Uh, and one night, and he wasn't even there. And within three, de- three days, the tents were down. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. I really think it behooves us when we pray this way to get mad. You know, be ye angry and sin not. Are you angry against sin? Well, I'm telling you, that's how I prayed. So, you go out to these places, you pray. And, and you come against the wickedness that is there. Um, you know, Venus Project, they're, they're picking up, they're moving. This, the whole thing's for sale. You buy the whole thing for like $550,000. And I mean, I don't know how many little home sites they've got on that. It's actually a pretty good bargain. <laughs> it's, it's on a lake, and I don't know how many acres it is. But, uh, yeah, it's advertised. Big old advertisement. He sent me a link to it. I put it out in my last email, or one of my last emails. You can go click on it and look at it yourself. Uh, you see those chemtrails flying. And uh, you pray against that. I have had, I guarantee you, we have way less chemtrails that fly over here than other parts of the country. I know. I've seen chemtrails not fly over this area for literally months at a time, months at a time. But the thing is, is, is you, they're not there, and then you forget to pray, and then they show back up. And that's why I think I ended up getting sick this last time, um, because uh, the chemtrails were were pretty heavy for a couple days. I prayed, and I'm not saying it's just my prayers. There's probably other people praying too, but they were gone then. But uh, the, the, what they're putting in these chemtrails, it's nasty stuff. Really nasty. And I threw everything I could at it, and, and I didn't really end up ever getting deathly ill or anything like that because of what I'm doing with the colloidal silver, or the mild silver protein that I use, and the other nutrients that I'm taking. Uh, but they are, I believe they're putting super strains, these very, very resistant strains, into the air. <clears throat> and uh, probably how they may end up releasing avion flu, or most likely that's going to come through the vaccines. They're already doing that, unfortunately. We've got all kind of proof on that that I've put out in the newsletters lately, but um, yeah, they're <clears throat> these chemtrails, they're, they're bad, and they can override a lot of the good that you're doing nutritionally uh, not to say that what you're doing nutritionally if you're, if you're taking proactive steps for your immune system is bad because if you weren't taking that, you would get maybe deathly ill but <clears throat> Chemtrails are something I have found that can override a lot of good because it's a poison that they're putting in the air. You know, they got things like barium and ethylene dibromide and, and uh, aluminum and all kind of nasty stuff. They've isolated red blood cells in these chemtrails and some of them. And they're very virulent. And uh, it's setting up the population 
for devastation and for a worldwide pandemic. They're preconditioning the lungs of people, and then if people go and they take the vaccinations to, to boot, they're done for. And that's what happened in 1918, 1919 with the Spanish flu. I've done a whole teaching on this on the internet, on the avian flu. And uh, if you go to <clears throat> my teaching, well, you can just do a keyword search. Just do, go up on YouTube and do, just can Dr. Scott Johnson. You'll find him. Or even go up on the internet and do a Google search. It's Dr. Scott Johnson. I'm, I think I'm number one now on, on all the search engines and if you key my name in. I haven't tried to be. It just happened that way because I'm getting so many downloads. So praise the Lord for all that. But um, <clears throat> this is how uh, you know this stuff happens. So going back to this article here, the master said, that this devil, Betraya, says the humanity will walk on tiptoes for a time after this day's day of declaration. Then we'll, reality will set in. Uh, we will still have the environment to cope with. Rid the world of global warming. Oh, I said all that to say this. Right near where I live, inland, is Palmdale, which is where a lot of times you'll see temperatures taken. And they had readings, I remember one time, of 22 degrees. I have never seen a reading of 22 degrees in South Florida since I have lived here. They didn't make a big fuss over it either. But this global warming stuff, you know, it's been debunked so many different ways. There's, there's, there were, I think there was a hundred scientists that came out recently and pledging, you know, saying that it was a bunch of garbage. It is purely a method to which they are going to take um, our freedoms away and to try to control us for the sake of global warming. Coldest winter I can ever remember on record, probably by far. We had more sub-freezing days this winter than I can remember in, I think, just about ever. And yet we're in this, we're in the throes of this global warming. That's a whole other subject, but um, that's one of the things they're talking about here. We will still have the environment to cope with, rid the world global warming, stop the destruction of the planet. <clears throat> uh, and then it goes on to say, the world's problems will take form again in the minds of millions. People will be recharged in their sense of themselves as being human and feel that they count for the first time in their lives. They will have gone through an ex extraordinary spiritual experience, which is this day of declaration, which will cleanse them. No, it's going to demon-possess them, is what it's going to do. The Master said, quote, Each will experience anew a grace of childhood, the purity of aspiration, cleansed of self, Oh, aren't we spiritual? So evidently, we're all going to run around. The girl, the women are going to dress up in pigtails and and act like little girls, and the men are going to, you know, I don't know, act like little boys. We're all going to run around and be happy for a few days after this day of declaration. Now, remember, this is what the devil is predicting. So understand this. This is what the devil is saying and predicting. If you think. The fervor over Obama was great. You haven't seen anything yet. You've seen nothing compared to what's going to happen when this goes down. People will be children again. They will see the world as all children will see the world, with the grace and the sense of joy and wonder and simple acceptance. Oh, what a wonderful, wonderful thing now. But we as adults, we are adults, not children. So a part of us will experience life anew. But as children experience life, all wide-eyed, everything new, everything to be discovered, everything... I mean, isn't this some just total new age drivel? But this is what they're saying is going to happen. 
Uh, <clears throat> let's see here. Everything amazing, wonderful, pure, taking on, taking everything on trust. Yeah, trust, taking everything on trust. The sense of trust will grow in humanity for the first time in thousands of years. No, the sense of delusion and blind trust will probably grow in humanity because they're going to be desperate anyway. We're already desperate right now with the way the economy is, but it's going to be even worse when this goes down. Now, can you imagine what the reaction will be at this point to someone trying to expose Maitreya <laughs> and wake people up from their demonic, from this demonic fairy tale that I just read? Now, I'm not the only ministry, but I'm one of the main ministries that have, that have tried to do this. Eastwood, a guy named Eastwood up on the internet, was the first one where I learned about this. I, I owe him a debt of gratitude, praise the Lord. But I learned this about Maitreya. I'm back in like 95? Long time ago. Known about this a long time. This is one of the first things the Lord ever showed me. With all the theories of this guy's this and this guy's that, this guy's the Antichrist or whatever, this is one of the first things the Lord's ever shown me. I really see it coming to a head now. And But can you imagine the reaction? I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to be able to say, I told you so, I know that. I know that. I've already got, I, don't, I mean, if you go up and you can, just part of the word Maitreya, in the keyword search box on my homepage, you're going to find way over 10 studies, 15 probably, on Maitreya. Um, it's something that I've had a burden to expose for a long time. And you can imagine what the world's reaction... Now, maybe initially I'll be able to get away with it. Maybe the Lord will, will give... Maybe he'll, maybe he'll hide me away and, and, and I'll be able to keep broadcasting these teachings. But there's going to come a time where people will turn on me like a rabid dog. Well, the Bible says absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And if they come after me, they're go the devil's going to have to have the Lord's permission to kill me. So if, that's, if he's got that permission, then may the Lord's will be done. That's how I'm looking at this. And I hope that if, if I do die as a result of this, I hope it be in such a way that the name of the Lord Jesus Christ is glorified. And that many would get saved through my death. That's what I truly hope. And whatever it, whatever would happen to me, that, you know, I'd be able to endure it. Period. He, he, the, the, he can give you whatever you need. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So it doesn't matter if Satan would come at me with the host of hell and every single person on the planet that, that wants to to get at me, I'm just using this as an example, this could happen to a lot of people, okay? The Lord is still perfectly capable of protecting you. Okay? But you have to have the faith to believe that He can do that. You have to have that faith. Because if you don't have faith, without faith it is impossible to please God. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So if you want to build your faith, Get into the Word of God, the King James Bible, and read it. I've done several teachings on the King James Bible. Just key that in on my homework, on my uh, search box, on my homepage. So again, and I don't mean to elevate myself. I'm just saying, using that as an example, uh, there, there, there's probably going to be a ton of people that are exposing Maitreya right now that they're going to probably go after like rabid dogs. Well, you know, hey, absent for the body. Remember, 
death, if, if the Lord permits them to kill you, death is the doorway to heaven. No more of this stuff you got to deal with. <laughs> you got to deal with the judgment seat of Christ. I'm not looking forward to that. Okay, as a born-again Christian, I'm not. But, um, you don't have to, your course will be finished on this world. So, anyway. Um, here's another thing from his newsletter. This is an excerpt of Maitreya's teachings. And it says in this one, This present time should be seen by men as a staging area in which Maitreya presently awaits the signal to emerge onto the world stage. It will not be long, therefore, until the great, this is blasphemy alert, the great Lord begins his open mission, albeit undeclared. So he equates himself, you know, basically above Jesus Christ. You know, he's of his father the devil and of his works he will do. He's a liar from the beginning and there's no truth in him. He is a devil. That's what I think of him. And then it goes on to say, how will humanity view this extraordinary man? Like none seen in recent memory, yet obviously one of us. How will men respond to the simple truth of his utterance? <clears throat> and how quickly will men respond to his analysis of their plight? See, he's going to be able to relate to everybody. Like, like, Matre like uh, Obama, a lot of people, he can connect with a lot of people. You know how he connects with people? I think a lot of it's demonic. But Matre is going to have that way more so than we've ever seen. And then it goes on to say, is it, is it not possible to know precisely how men will react on first experience of Maitreya. Um, I'm just going to, going to say, the great devil will be circumspect. And this is their saying about Maitreya. I call him the great devil. They call him the great lord. The great devil will be circumspect and relatively restrained on his first appearance, lest he drive away those who need time to evaluate his thoughts and judge their relevance. Now remember, I said this. He's not going to come with, I am the king of the universe with, you know, a big, you know, cape and top hat and scepter and orb and, you know, the full nine yards. I don't think he's going to come like that. He's got to, probably going to come off as almost humble. He's going to come off circumspect and relatively restrained. He's going to soften you up. He's going to let those demons do their work, okay? Because why? Lest he drive away those who need time to evaluate his thoughts and judge their relevance. That's why I'm screaming about this now, so when this goes down, we've already heard it. We've already heard it. We can help other people. And then the next thing from Maitreya, this is from Maitreya message number 114. The last one I just read was Benjamin Krem's message channeled from September 2008. This next message says, Prepare to see me in full physical presence, and miss me not. Look for a man who will show you the path to God. Oh, what a liar. Through sharing injustice. Oh boy, here we go again. The New Age, you know, these buzzwords they keep using. Sharing injustice. I mean, hey, come on. All of us can agree on sharing injustice, right? Christian, Buddhist, it don't matter. Sharing injustice are good. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to break down all the walls. One world religion, one world political system, one world economy, one world currency, you know, one world mark of the beast. Goes on to say in simple terms, indeed shall I speak to you and bring you to the manifestation of your fullness as gods. Oh boy. 
<laughs> so yeah, he just went for the G word. Fullness is God's. Ah, I see. So that's what he's promising. Hmm. Kind of funny, he promised the same thing in the Garden of Eden to Eve when he said, you shall be as gods. He's the same old devil. He's the same old devil. He can't come up with original things. He's got to rehash the whole bunch of garbage that he's been rehashing since the Garden of Eden. Same deal. Hey, I mean, sharing justice? I'm going to be as a god? Where do I sign up? What's not to like? Do I get, like, maybe a free oven mitt or a Hulk Hogan commemorative beer koozie or... I don't know, a chia herb garden? Maybe a garden weasel with this? I don't know. A coupon for a foot-long chili cheese dog down at 7-Eleven? Come on! So, you know, sweeten this pot a little bit, Matreya. Sorry. Anyway, <clears throat> so when the stock market does collapse, as soon as it, it is obvious that it is on its final plunge... Now, remember... This is a another quote from one of his... Uh, this is from 2006. Now, he's been predicting this stock market crash, I believe since 1992. And he says that's when he's going to make his appearance. Isn't it kind of funny? That's what we're in the throes of right now. The stock market is in the death throes. Yeah, we can have a day where it's up a little bit, but for the most part, it's going down. The trend is going down. Okay, so I find this very interesting that he says this. When the stock market does collapse, as it has to, in order to implement the new world order, we're going to have a new world order. We're going to usher out the old world order, the, the what they call the age of Pisces, which was the age where Jesus was most dominant. Now we're going to usher in the new world order, which is the age of Aquarius, Okay, which is where Maitreya will take over preeminence. But in order for that to happen, the stock market, when it does collapse, as soon as it, at it as it is obvious that it is um, on its final plunge, a Maitreya will emerge. He will take up an invitation that he has received to appear on a major television network in the U.S. and then in Japan, and after that, all networks will want to interview this extraordinary man. But see, he's not a man. Maitreya is not a man. They're going to call him a man at the beginning, but when he starts to really, you know jazz it up with all the lying signs and wonders it's going to appear obvious that he's not an ordinary man he's some type of god or whatever they're going to say then it goes on to say he will not be called Maitreya at the beginning he will not be introduced as the Christ or world teacher but simply as a man among men what about a man among boys or a man for all seasons or a man's man no He's just going to be introduced as a man among men. One of the extraordinary potency, wisdom, obvious love, and concern for the people of the world. Um, <clears throat> not just one group, but all of the people, wherever they are, whoever they are, at whatever level. Now, the devil is subtle. And this is my comment. The devil is subtle and will not come out dressed like a red devil with two horns, a pitchfork, pointy tail, and cloven hooves. Understand that. The devil's not going to come out that way. He's the most subtle beast. Remember, it says right in Genesis 3 that the serpent was the most subtle beast of the field. He was subtle. Um, he will need time for the masses to fall under his spell. 
This is witchcraft. Remember, the essence of the coming one world religion is witchcraft. Hopefully we've established this. The Bible talks about in Daniel that he will cause craft to prosper in his hand. He will he will speak, um, he will be an understander of dark sentences. And a lot of this stuff refers to witchcraft. I've done teachings on this before. So, people need time to fall under his spell. That's true of most things. I mean, if you go, if you end up getting into a cult, for instance, let's say you go for the first time to the Jehovah Witnesses, you may not be fully convinced over, in fact, you may be fully unconvinced the first time you go there. But if you keep going back and putting yourself under those same spirits and listening and opening your consciousness up to this of whom a man has overcome, the same he has brought into bondage, you'll eventually succumb. Most likely. Doesn't matter how strong you think you are. So, but he's going to need some time for people to fully fall under his spell. Uh, then it goes on to say, he will reflect the need of the majority of the human race for justice and freedom, for the right to live decent lives, which most of us in the West take for granted, knowing where their next meal is coming from. So he's going to be particularly appealing to the poverty-stricken masses in the world. Because, wow, I'm actually going to have food on my plate. That's all they're going to care about, probably. They don't even have that as a guarantee. I mean, God bless them, but they don't. Uh, so you can see how they would really fall hook, line, and sinker. And then you combine that with all the other stuff. I mean, my word, it's going to be pretty tough to resist. So when enough people are thus responding to his message, they will demand that the networks of the world allow him to speak and develop his ideas more fully to the vast majority. Then the television networks will be linked together by satellite. Now remember what I said about the digital TV and the sound of silence technology? And I said last week, Benjamin Krem said on his, talking about this day of declaration, that on that day, you need to beg, borrow, or steal a television. I never heard him say anything like that before, but he said it. Beg, borrow, or steal to get a television. You want to get good and mind controlled. Good and deceived. Good and demon possessed, is what he's saying. I mean, if the devil is telling you to beg, borrow, or steal to get a television, <laughs> you know, it's not, not, not something that you want to do. Then it goes on to say, then the television networks will be linked together by satellite. This will be the most extraordinary event of all of our lives. Now, do you understand what I just said? If there's any truth in what they just said, which it may be. I mean, think about it. you got the star in the sky for a week. He's been advertising on these major tele... We're going to have it in conjunction with an economic collapse, bare minimum economic collapse, if not more stuff going on. People are going to be polarized. They're going to be in shock. Not only of the economy, but the star thing. And then, he's going to step up to the forefront, Maitreya. And they're saying here, it will be the most extraordinary event of all of our lives. you got all this technology, all of this mass brainwashing and mind control, that is going to far outstrip anything you've seen with Obama. And then it says, the most extraordinary event in history. History. What, is that including the crucifixion of Jesus Christ? And the virgin birth, evidently, it's what they're saying. None like none other before in its scope. This isn't going to be some little trivial thing is what I'm telling you. When it goes down, it's going to seem like the most important thing. If you recognize it as demonic, praise the Lord. Or if you recognize it as good, how terrible. But it is going to be 
you know, one of the most important things that have ever happened. What they're saying. I'm obviously I'm not going to equate it with anything with Jesus Christ. I'm just going to say that yes, it's going to be one of the most demonic deceptions, largest demonic deceptions maybe the world has ever known. I will agree with him on that. Um, <clears throat> I have a comment here. I just sent out a newsletter the other night with Krem talking about the Dev Declaration. Oh, okay, this is where I just said that. Uh, and again, I wonder why, about this beg, barn and stealing of a TV, I wonder why Krem is so concerned about, with everyone having a TV. Isn't that kind of funny? If Maitreya was as powerful as he says and everything he claims to be, why is he so dependent on television to get out his message? And by that I mean television. Why is he so concerned about television? If he's so all-powerful, why does he need that? Why does he need that medium to help him out? Because he's not omnipotent or omnipresent or omniscient. He's not all those things like, like Father God, the Lord Jesus Christ is. He's not that. He can only be at one place at one time. He needs the medium of television. Satan's the same way. needs the medium of television and his demonic host and all of this lying signs and wonders and technology to help him out. Going further, it says, uh, of course, it is only to be expected that many will oppose the teaching of Maitreya. Religious groups deeply embedded in their own doctrines and expectations, will strongly disavow Maitreya's presence and ideas. So they're, they're predicting this is going to happen. And many unpleasant accusations will be directed toward him. Well, I'm already, hopefully I'm at the very spear tip of those, direct, those accusations directed at him. And he hasn't even come out yet. <clears throat> the business conglomerate so highly invested in today's crumbling structures will react in one of two ways. Now, again, this is demonizing free market capitalism. Uh, they will react in one of two ways. Those who see Maitreya as an enemy of all they stand for, meaning capitalism, will oppose and thwart his counsel to their utmost effort. Those who see him as the voice of the future, as the only possible way for men, will welcome and espouse his ideas and lend their expertise to his growing support. <clears throat> Thus, will the two factions act and take their stand for or against the future? Like, Maitreya is the only way, you know. Now, I understand the Bible predicts this. But they're equating Maitreya as, you know, the only future we've got. Again, they, they bring this up because we have the Hegelian dialectic going on here, where they create the problem, they create the solution, and they have two opposing sides that are supposedly battling one another, and then they, they have what they call synthesis, where they both come together um, <clears throat> to some type of compromise. That is the Hegelian dialectic. They create and control both sides of the conflict to bring about controlled change, and it will be ordo, ordo ab cal, which is order out of chaos, the 33rd degree motto of the Masons. So, <clears throat> that's, that's how they're going to work this thing. Okay, so this next question is, <clears throat> we're about ready to wrap it up here. <clears throat> when Maitreya comes on major television, why will he not use his own name? Um, <clears throat> for a number of reasons. This is the answer. One is that many people who would not know who Maitreya is, I mean, he's not even going to use his name the first time. He's going to come, he's going to call himself Wolfgang McGillicuddy. I don't know, I'm just predicting, maybe he will. Maybe Aloysius Spoonchuckle. 
I, I'm just throwing out names here. What about Belvedere Jehoshaphats? I don't know. That's a good, strong name. What about Jorge Ledbetter? Eh, I don't know. I, I'm just I'm throwing things out to you here today. Anyway, one is that many people would not know who Matreya is. He wishes to be introduced to the world as a man among men. I like a man among boys, though. He's just a man among men. Anyway, but one who has his ideas, which so far most people have not thought about for the reconstruction of the world. In that way, he does not create a division between Christians, Buddhists, Muslims, and Hindus. See, he's a smart serpent devil. He's smart. He does. If he comes out and he says, I am all of these things... All of these religions may end up uniting together, saying, no, no, you're not. You're a devil. I'm, I'm not talking, I don't think that's going to happen. But the fundamentalists, the hardcore people that, have, that are clinging to their faith, if they maintain that stance, they're not going to embrace them. So if he just comes as a guy, just a man among men, as he says, well, then there's, there's not all of the religious guard going up. That can come... He's going to soften you up, and then the other will come later. He's smart about what he's doing. He's subtle. So, if he were introduced as Christ, Christians would be divided. Some would say, hallelujah. Oh, boy. The Christ is here. Others would say, he is not Christ. He's a fake. He's an antichrist. Yeah, mark me down on that side. Then he goes on to say, or if they liked his ideas, they might accept him. Whoever he was. If they did not like his ideas, they would automatically reject him. Many fundamentalist Christians do not like his ideas. Isn't it funny? They keep keen on the Christians. They seem to be more concerned about the Christians than any other religious sect or whatever. It shouldn't surprise you. So many fundamentalist Christians do not, do not like his ideas. Yes, again, mark me down on that side. Even without seeing him, they are convicted already that he must be the Antichrist. Well... Anyway, and then it goes on to say, they do not like the idea of sharing and do not seem to like justice. You stinking devil. Don't you put words in my mouth, devil betrayer, or Benjamin Krem. You blasphemous lying devil. Um, I'm reading this comment. Don't confuse the issues. This is what he's trying to do. Oh, we don't like Matreya because we don't like sharing and justice. Give me a break. That has nothing to do with it. What he's trying to do here is muddy the waters and confuse the issues and demonize all Christians who would go against Matreya. Not for biblical reasons, but because we don't like sharing injustice. See, I know the only time that this world is going to get straightened out is when Jesus comes back and rules from Jerusalem with a rod of iron. Okay, That's when it's going to get straightened out, this world. But before that point, it's not going to happen. Do you see the spirit of accusation that he is already hinting at, which will be leveled primarily at born-again Christians? This is going to be one of the primary ways that he demonizes anyone who goes against betrayal. Oh, we're the divisive ones. We don't like sharing injustice. Because he has not, then it goes on to say, because he has not come down on a cloud into Jerusalem as they expect, they have a prejudice from the start. If he calls himself the Christ, there will be a huge division among Christians as to who he was. If he called himself Maitreya, the Buddhists would be divided. I know dozens of people who call themselves Maitreya, 
they are no more Maitreya than I or you. Now again, and that's the end of this teaching for today, that last comment he just said, there's another guy out there that calls himself Lord Maitreya. He's got his own little throne. I went up on his website. It's very impressive. His website is actually more impressive than this devil Maitreya guy, Sharon International. He's got all the stuff about his lineage, how he can trace back his lineage um, to David, which is very important for the Bible. We, we talked about that in one of our teachings. We, we talked about the lineage of Jesus Christ. And how the Antichrist will try to tap into that lineage. Well, there's a guy up there that um, a lot of people say, oh, this is the same one. He's not. He's totally different. He is not the same Maitreya that we're talking about today. The only true, well, true false Maitreya, the false devil, is on Share International, that website. Now, there's many other websites that promote him. The United Nations promotes him. Lucius Trust promotes him. He's heavily promoted in um, the highest level New Age circles. But there's a lot of other Maitreya wannabes, okay, out there. And just so kind of, kind of be on guard for that a little bit, you know, because they're 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 going to make. Remember, there's going to be many antichrists. There's going to be many antichrists out there that that are saying, "I am the Christ," and Jesus says, "Go not there up for after them." If they say they're in the desert, go. To, you know. It's not going to happen. So anyway, um, <clears throat> that will do it for today. And um, next week we'll get into uh, that declining morality expose where we'll deal with quite a few different subjects. And Oh, and also I thank you for um, the, the people that have donated to the ministry that are, uh, are praying for me in this ministry and my, and my family. I, I praise the Lord Jesus Christ for you. And I thank you. Um, uh, and I just wanted to wanted to tell you that. And anyway, I'll close it out in a word of prayer here. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this time that you've given us once again to come together, to have the freedom to assemble. And um, pray, Lord God, that your word and your truth would go forth with might and power, Lord God, and that you would use this truth in, in, in the word of God to liberate those that are in bondage, that you would give us eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, I would never lead anyone astray, and, and that, Lord God, you would bless my listeners. The blood of Jesus Christ, Lord God, would be over us and against our, our enemies, Lord God. You, you said in your word, they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony, and they loved their lives not under the death. I just pray, God, we always remember that, <clears throat> and that we would all be more than overcomers, Lord God, through Christ Jesus, that you would forgive us for any sins we've committed in any way, shape, or form, and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be pleasing and acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer, that you would cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults, that they would not have dominion over us, and that, Lord God, we would forgive all of our enemies and have mercy upon them, Lord God, and that you, in turn, would have mercy upon us. In the name of Jesus Christ, forgive us, Lord God, where we failed you, Pray, God, that you would use us, my listeners, and the body of Christ mightily in the days to come, that you would bless the orphans and the widows and the meek, Lord God, and <clears throat> the poor in spirit, and the innocent and the helpless. I pray, God, you bless them, that your angels would encamp around about them, Lord God, <clears throat> that you would protect them. We love you, Lord. We ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.